ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Welcome back to the second segment this beautiful Saturday of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment, are interest rates on the rise? I've heard they keep getting lower and lower. Are they on the rise? What should you do if your home has polybutylene plumbing pipes? In fact, if you're listening, you're probably thinking, what did he just say? What is a polybutylene plumbing pipe? And will home prices continue to appreciate in 2022. Remember, we want to connect with you, Atlanta. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas if you have them, things that we need to be covering. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. I know, Tammy, you happen to be a subscriber to the podcast, and you like listening to those podcasts, don't you? In fact, I noticed you taking segments of our podcast Uh and we do some that have videos as well and you're sending them to other real estate professionals around the country saying hey if you want to talk about this subject here's how you do it i was so proud when i saw you do that (laughs) it's an amazing um training actually for many agents because the topics you cover um other agents are facing the same thing I love it. I love it. And thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't know that the information I was given was so good until I started. I didn't know I was as smart as you think I am. Let's go into the first question. This is a listener question from Gloria in Canton. And everybody out there who is a potential buyer or seller anytime in the next couple of years should be asking themselves this question. And her question is, I've heard interest rates are going up in 2022. Do you agree that this will happen? And I will tell you that my opinion on whether or not interest rates are going to increase really doesn't matter because the Federal Reserve and none of the big lenders actually call me and ask me what I think about (laughs) interest rates. But the reality is, is that interest rates remain low as long as there's instability in the world. And I know that's a weird concept. But when there's instability throughout the world, money rushes to U.S. investments, either U.S. Treasury bills or bonds or Mortgage-backed securities, that's the second safest investment in the world considered by most people. So as the world starts to normalize again from the pandemic, and I'm hoping, I'm knocking on wood right now, I'm hoping that we continue to normalize and only more crazy stuff going on, the odds are interest rates will go up. Do you agree with that assessment? Yes. You do? I mean, there's not much more room for them to go down. That is so true. Well, because they're, low, they're lower than the cost of inflation. You and I were on a seminar, a webinar, or something over the last few days, and somebody mentioned that they had a 3% student loan back in the 80s or something like that, and their husband or significant other said, don't even worry about paying that off. It's less than the cost of inflation. Mm-hmm. So it's really like having free money. And the reality is, I know paying 2.75% interest is not free, but the reality is it's less than the rate of inflation, which means the truth is if you finance, think about this, if you finance your home at 3% interest and it appreciated at 4.5% a year, it appreciates more than enough to pay all the interest every single year. So basically the house is paying the interest for you. Isn't that cool concept? Yes, it is. So let's talk about what people, what the big forecasters believe interest rates will be in the third quarter of 2022. They believe on average that interest rates will be at 3.6%. Now that's a big difference. <coughs> that's a big difference in where we are now at 2.75%. I've seen people lock recently at 25 and 2.675 as well. 3.6%. Freddie Mac, that's a government lending entity, says 3.7%. Fannie Mae, also a government lending entity that provides liquidity in the market. We probably should talk about that more someday. 3.1%. The Mortgage Bankers Association 
says 4%, and the National Association of Realtors says 3.6%. The average is 36 And I want to make sure that everybody understands. Tammy, when did you get your first mortgage? Do you remember? It was... 1999. 1999. So would you like to guess what the average interest rate was on a mortgage in the 1990s? Eight and a half. You almost nailed it. 8.12%. So I thought it'd be fun to go through a little exercise. Okay. If you had a $300,000 mortgage in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, what would the payment have been? Back then. Now, I'm not going to ask you to compute the payments. Tammy's looking at me like, oh, my gosh, I didn't have my calculator with me. But in the 1970s, the monthly payment, principal and interest only, on a $300,000 mortgage would have been $2,400 a month. In the 1980s, when interest rates averaged 12.7%, the payment on that $300,000 mortgage would have been twenty. Oh, excuse me, $3,250. Wow. A month. In 1990s, when that interest rate came down to eight point. One two percent on average. My first mortgage was in 1992, and my interest rate was 8.875 percent. And the reality is, I felt lucky to have it. I figured if they knew me any better, they wouldn't have loaned me the money in the first place. So I figured eight or nine percent interest was fair. But in the 1990s, the payment on that same home would be 2,226 dollars. In the 2000s, from 2000 to 2010, interest rates averaged 6.29 percent. The payment would have been eighteen hundred and fifty-four dollars. Now, remember, the highest we're talking about is thirty-two hundred and fifty mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the two thousand tens, when interest rates averaged four point oh nine percent. The payment would have been just under fifteen hundred bucks. And today, Tammy, not the thirty-two hundred and fifty dollars from the nineteen eighties. The payment on that three hundred thousand dollar mortgage principal and interest would be twelve hundred and twenty-four dollars. So the reality is, interest rates <clears throat> have plenty of room to go up. Mm-hmm. They are so low that it almost makes the price of a home irrelevant. And I know those of you who are out there listening, you're thinking, oh, my God, the price is still relevant. If you can finance it at a much, much, much lower cost and you had to pay twenty or $30,000 more, it really is, in the whole scheme of things, irrelevant. Yeah. Any thoughts, Tammy? My grandmother would call that it all works out in the wash. Yes. <laughs> Your grandmother would be right. It all works out in the wash. That's exactly right. It all works out in the wash. You pay on one end or you pay on the other, but it's it's going to all work out in the wash. So you're either going to pay more in the price or you're going to pay less in interest or mm-hmm. some combination of the both, and in the end it all works out in the wash. So people who think that homes are not as affordable today as they should be, the National Association of Realtors Home Housing Affordability Index says that the average American household earns 43% more money than they need to in order to purchase the average priced home. And believe it or not, it was not that high any time from 1980 to 2008. So houses are more affordable today, even though prices have gone cuckoo mm-hmm. over the last year or so. They're more affordable today than they were any time from the 1980s to 2008. Any idea, Tammy, what percentage of the average U.S. household is spent on mortgage debt Monthly percentage? It could be monthly or annual, however you do it. I would say 20%. So you're a good guesser. Now, so so the historic norm is 21.2%. The average American household spends 21% of their monthly income for mortgage payment. It had gotten to a low of 13.4% this time last year. Right now, though, it's 17.1%. So it's still... 
3%, 4% below the historic norm. So the reality is that mortgages uh, and money today is very, very affordable compared to the way it has been in the past. Need to recognize that this segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm. With 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta, they specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-0000. We've got a listener question, and the question is, will home prices increase in 2022? Tammy? Yes. You take the first step. (laughs) Yes. yes. The answer is yes. The average forecast of the Mortgage Bankers Association, Freddie Mac, HPES, which is a real estate data company, Fannie Mae, and the National Association of Realtors, is that houses will increase in price 5.5% in 2022. The average appreciation all the way back to 1995, Tammy, is 4.14%. We have one, two, three, four, five years where we have negative appreciation. Uh, the remainder of the years, all the way back to 1995, have had positive appreciation. But so we think what's going to happen is we're going to slow down from that 14% where we are this year, 12% or whatever it winds up being in Atlanta, and we're going to back down to like a 5.1% increase. Again, if you're looking to buy a house, now might be a good time because that price appreciation might be slowing and you might have less buyers in the market competing with you for properties. And if you're looking to sell and you're looking to time the market, the reality is, is you don't want to stand by and wait and see what happens. You probably want to, and I hate to say it, you probably want to get your butt in gear. Got a listener question, and that is, we're considering buying a home. This is from Mickey in Duluth. We're considering buying a home with polybutylene plumbing pipe. Our agent says it's no big deal, but we are not so sure. Tammy, any idea what polybutylene plumbing is? I actually don't know. So interesting. And you probably have some in Dallas. You may not. But in Atlanta in the 1990s, um, it was, it's, it's an extruded rolled plastic pipe that was used in place of copper in a home. And the issue is that the chlorine in the water eats holes through the polybutylene pipe. So people go away on vacation and they get this pinhole leak in the polybutylene pipe. And the next thing you know, it's flooded the entire house. And it's not a matter of whether or not the polybutylene pipes will fail. It's a matter of when. And so my answer to Mickey and Duluth is uh, it is a big deal. It doesn't mean you shouldn't move forward with it, but you need to get a quote on what it would cost to replace all of the polybutylene plumbing pipes in that home. There are companies that specialize in coming in and retrofitting. They take all the poly out and they put all the new plumbing in. They patch up all the holes. They paint everything so you can't even tell they've been there. And my suggestion for you, Mickey, is that you make sure you know everything you need to know before you close on that home. Might cost you three or four thousand dollars to replace all the plumbing pipe, and that might be a worthwhile investment to you. But do not close on that home without understanding exactly what you are dealing with. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to expert. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you, if you're listening to this show, to learn anything at or after closing that you should have learned before. Tammy, talk to us about interest rates, polybutylene plumbing. While I'm talking about polybutylene plumbing, you're sitting there going, wait a minute, this is fascinating. Well, I'm just thinking about, because I see the remainder of that question, our agent says it's no big deal, Uh, but we're not sure. I'm sorry. I I left that out. In many cases, in many cases, people are just trying to look to, just trying to get the commission. Hey, we've got to take a break. 
we got to let the radio station pay some bills. But when we come back, I'm going to give you real estate market predictions for Cobb and Forsyth County for the rest of the year. Is showing traffic really slowing down? And are 3D virtual reality tours really beneficial when listing a home in today's market? Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back. 